everybody. This is the Impact Podcast. Welcome, welcome, and we love that you're here. Um, I want to start just by giving you a brief um, description of who we are here at Impact, and I'm reading it directly from our website, www.impactmpaact.org. So Impact is a multidisciplinary theater arts organization dedicated to producing original works by the nation's finest theater artists. Based in Chicago since 1992, Impact has built a reputation for innovation and excellence by solely producing world premiere productions, which utilize language, music, and movement in a manner that captivates both the critical and commercial audience. The style of production has been labeled African-centered theater. I am your host, Brittany Davis. I am Impact's Touring Production Manager and the Awards Review Coordinator. I'm also going to let our guests introduce themselves, and we will start with Lauren L.L. Lundy. Hey, y'all. I'm Lauren L.L. Lundy. Um, I am Impact's managing producer, as well as one of our um, company directors, or I guess it's associate director at this point, um, uh, for the company. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Thank you, Lauren. Hey, Jelani. Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm Jelani Pitcher, and I am the Director of Marketing for Impact, and I'm also an actor around. Lovely. Uh, Nadia, hi. Hello, I'm Nadia Pillay, and I am the Costume Shop Manager and the Assistant Casting Director. And an actor. All right. Oh, I'm an actor, too. I, I left that part out as well. And Mariah. Hello, hello. Um, my name is Mariah Gamble, and I, all, I too, am an actor, um, and also the digital marketing manager and assistant costume shop. Welcome, everybody, to our first podcast. Um, we're just going to go back around, and um, I'm just going to ask, how did you get involved in theater, and what led you to impact in particular? Um, I started in theater, of According to my parents, um, I've been in theater since birth. I've been an actor or um, uh, dramatic, as my family like to say, since birth. Um, I've done about, oh, no, three, four productions here with Impact. I started um, working with Impact in about 2007. And um, I've been around ever since. I've also been a teaching artist for Impact. We would go into different schools and teach the little children about theater and acting and uh, writing their own scenes and plays and letting them perform them and act them for their parents. So it's always been a wonderful time with the kids. And um, and I never left, so here I am still with us, and I would love to hear you all's um, start in theater as well as um, how did you get here with us at Impact? Um, let's start with Nadia. Why don't you 
tell us a little bit about your background? Well, I grew up born and raised in South Africa, so I was never formally introduced to theater. I started with theater, I guess, in the class play that we did through improv. And that was my first taste of the stage after that. Um, when I came to America, I went to the Duke Ellington School of the Arts in Washington, D.C., went to the University of the Arts in Philadelphia. Okay. And then when I came to Chicago, I befriended a young lady by the name of Marie Sisko who worked with Impact. Okay. And um, at first, when I came to Chicago, I didn't, I, I'm ethnically ambiguous, so... I didn't know where I would fit in with Impact. So it actually took me a long time to get to Impact. Okay. So it wasn't until this recent uh, um, casting for um, Spoken Word where the, they were looking for a Persian character. And I was like, hmm, maybe that would be my in with Impact. And so I auditioned. Lauren accepted. She thought I was worthy enough. And so there. That was my oh, I love it. How long have you been in Chicago? I've been in Chicago. My family moved here in 96. I've been in and out of Chicago. Oh, okay. I didn't return to Chicago until 2009 to really okay. stay and anchor myself here. So I've been here since 09. I helped raise my niece for several years and really got back into theater probably around 2014. And so I've been actively pursuing it in Chicago since then. I love it. I, I loved you in spoken word and um, welcome to the family. Thank uh, you. You're stuck with us. And uh, yeah, we got work for you to do. Believe me. Rolling up my sleeves. Let's go. <laughs> All right. I love it. Um, Jelani, please tell yes. us a little about yourself, sir. All right, I am from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um, okay. My first play was <laughs> James and the Giant Peach in first I grade. Mm -hmm. uh, I played the Caterpillar. Uh, and that was a school production. And my first like actual production was in third grade, uh, The Wizard of Oz at my community theater. Uh, mm -hmm. I gave Dorothy the lollipop. So, you know, that was my claim to fame, you know, for that time. It was a big deal. You got to, got to, for right. sure. Um, <laughs> and I went to college in uh, upstate New York, Ithaca College, and I uh, majored in, got my BFA in acting there. Uh, then I moved to Chicago about three years ago. Uh, and I, about mm, last year, July, sometime, the auditions for, for um, Spoken Word for Impact Mm -hmm. I auditioned and I got the role and it was a wonderful, wonderful time. I got acquainted with the theater company. Oh my God. You know, they accepted me into the family, open arms. And I've, I've felt home ever since, you know, and yeah. then they asked me to be the marketing director uh, some time ago. And here I am ready to rock. Um, listen, we are so excited for both of you all to be here. And our, our last but not least newbie Mariah. Will you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, I sure can. Um, uh, so in my long 23 years of life, um, I have done a good amount of theater. Um, mm -hmm. As a child, I would put on, you know, those Disney princess outfits and perform theater 
for the audience of my mother, my grandmother, and it became. Oh, I love it. Yes. <laughs> yes, and it, I got my start there. Um, definitely went on to do um, musicals at first, because my first love is music and singing, um, but incorporating that with theater is how I got really um, into the stage. So, um, starting out with like Smokey Joe's Cafe and um, other musicals like that um, around the age of like 12. And then going on to college and majoring in voice performance and um, later in theater, actually I went to Temple University. So it's crazy, Nadia, that you went to school in Philly too. Um, I know. So when you said that, I was like, oh, wow, down the street from each other. Um, in the summer at University of the Arts, so Philadelphia is everywhere. Look, yeah, look at the connections yeah. we're making here on the Impact Podcast. <laughs> I thought yeah. you were a little familiar. <laughs> um, but with Impact, I got my start with um, one of the other company members, Maisha Tierra, um, who has another theater company that I'm the marketing director for as well. Um, kind of pulled me into the family and it's definitely I've been welcomed with open arms ever since. I love it Mariah look at you three all like upstate New Yorkers and around that whole area I'm glad you're not there right now so um, <laughs> that's cool and last but not least Lauren LL Lundy Lundy please tell us about you that's me. Um, I have done theater. I've always been involved in theater. My father was a very creative person and my family has had me acting and dancing since I could stand. Um, but I got, I really got into theater when I was in high school. Uh, that was really when I decided that theater was like the career that I wanted to, to pursue. Um, and I got into Impact because another company member, I was roommates with him, and he knew that Impact needed an assistant stage manager for a show called Quark a couple of years ago, back in 2014. Yes. And um, I needed a job. So I was like, I'll do it. And from oh. then on, uh, I never left. And you guys have welcomed me with open arms. And it's a family affair. And we love it all. And, and it's great. I love being here. I love how your stories are that you came and you never left. And that's exactly what happened to me. I came, hung around. Um, I auditioned a couple times, didn't get in the show and got into the show and we did the production, you know, and um, usually our productions last around six weeks of actually in the theater, but about four to six weeks before that. So people come in, do their like, 12-ish weeks and never leave and we love it so um we love that you all are here the new ones as well as the old ones like me we love that you're here um we just wanted to have um a little discussion about um especially now in these times with the whole COVID-19 give me um give me your thoughts about like what what do you think and we've been talking about this within the company what do you think um the future of theater is and how do you think maybe um technology and things like this how we're we're separate but together are going to be um in the world of theater i mean could we 
I, I'll just put the question out there. Could we do a, like a whole show where it's like social distancing, where maybe we have like our five people in a theater, but we have it where people tune in to a production or something like that. Nadia's hand is right. You don't have to raise your hand. <laughs> you just yeah. come into the conversation. I mean, you know, I think, I think just on a, on a personal level, just viewing whatever's happening, it's a dismantling of complete structures, right? But one thing that can never change is, is, is the art of theater and, and, and what thespians do. Mm -hmm. And we enlighten the human condition, like Stanislavski says, that's our job. And yeah. so we'll always have a job. Why? Because we will always find a place to have a job. And sure. so I think that, that this using social distancing, I was watching a play, I forgot what theater company it was, I just tuned into someone's live watch party watching with them. Yeah. And they were doing the play. They had, all the actors had the same background. And oh, I guess when, when an actor was not talking, they were just sitting there. And I just thought to myself, like, how many creative ways we could come up with to blank the actor out, to start directing where to focus our attention, yeah. depending on where. I mean, you know, we could, we could say yes and. We, yeah. we, are, we are the people of yes and. Bring it. So, I totally agree. That's, so, I mean, yeah. And to come back, it, it, I think as far as actors, it brings us back to our source and that we are, we, what we create on, set, on stage, we, it's witchcraft in so many ways because yeah. we can manipulate, you know, it's pure sorcery. And we're storytellers. Exactly. Yeah. And there, there will always be an ad. We will always make an avenue to tell a story. This is yeah. just enough. You say it like that. I totally agree. Everybody's nodding their head. Like, I mean, it's a, I feel like it's about the connection and you can still connect even, even this far away from each other. We're still connected and yeah. to create this and reinforce it is important. Like Jelani, what were you thinking? Were you thinking? Just, it's just the, the beauty of theater is, you know, of course it's having an audience there and, and it's being able to be in a room with complete strangers and still feeling that same connection. Sure. But now with, with social distancing and us not being able to be in the same room, it strips all that away and gets to the meat of our art. And that is storytelling, you know, yeah. being an actor started that act theater in general sprung from someone's need to tell the story so yeah. now how do we continue to tell the story but just in different avenues you know and yeah. different different ways we could do it you know whether that is facebook live whether you know it's streaming services you know uh, it's it's making it more accessible but also safe and i think we can do it you know we can theater has weathered so many times so many dark yeah. times yeah. and i think stories are being created right now from this this mess that we're in and uh, we're going to come out the other side way stronger so man i i totally agree with what you're saying lauren or mariah chime in if you had anything your thoughts about it uh, i do agree with like what everybody's saying um like you're saying jelani theater is stories and, and theater is life theater is real life it's based off of things that may or may not have happened but people's people and ideas and things that exist and life will always go on you know regardless and um also theater is acting and, it, and it's people but theater is also music theater is also lights and, and pictures and textures and 
yeah. all types of design. Um, so that can always go on digitally. Um, it can always, you can always listen to uh, sound from a production that we, you know, we have going on or anyone has going on. You can look at the pictures, you can look at the uh, outfit and costume designs and display that as well as the play. So I think there's just so many avenues we could go down as far as still showcasing our work and what we love to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I definitely agree with like what everybody has said. I totally agree with you. And the more that we we can get used to or master like like this this digi digital age and social distancing, it could it could become um, a little more economical because we all know putting up a production is kind of expensive. But to put up a, a production in my room back here where we're all in it might be a little less, you know, it might be a little cost effective. You know what I'm saying? So that could be super helpful. Um, and uh, Lauren, what were you thinking? Did you did you want to? I was just gonna, you know, echo everybody else, and it's just, yeah. I mean, the fact that theater will always find a way, art will always find a way. We as artists don't allow things like this to keep us from doing what we love to do. Um, yeah. So I mean, we're we're faced with adversary adversary adversity. Thank you. I got you. I understand you. Adversity uh, all the time. And we, we weather those storms and we come out stronger for it. And we learn new things from, from these kinds of moments in time where like, we do learn how to create new theater based on new situations that we're faced with. And I think that we're going to keep being able to do that. Yes, I totally agree. Um, I feel like, like Jelani said, this is about storytelling and and that, and to me, as well as performance and art and theater is about relationships and how this has forced me to look at my relationship with myself and how I wanted to know, as far as artists, what has this, you know, forced quarantine caused you to do? Are you doing anything different artistically or anything different, um, differently regularly since we've been on um, this social distancing. I'm just gonna start with me. I started um, doing a quarantine journal and today, and mine started, um, I think I'm on day 12 or 13, cause that's when I really kind of just went in the house and stayed. And it, I think like looking back at this journal, you know, f five minutes, 10 years from now will be super interesting for somebody else to read or something like that. Cause I mean, literally there's one day that says, damn it. Cause I didn't write nothing. I just went to bed after I drank, but that's beside the point. I'm just saying, what about you all? And what have you done um, artistically or, you know, to work on your relationship with yourself since you've been in this, I guess, isolated state. Anybody want to start? For me, um, yeah. I think it, it just showed me that one, I really wasn't procrastinating with a lot of things. It's just that I didn't have the time to do a lot of things. So I'm noticing how I'm just tying up those loose ends so effortlessly. Gotcha. Artistically, it, it, I'm, I'm less about monetizing my art and more looking at what informs my art and looking at 
how many how much i can i can engage in in terms of other arts and other mediums that helps to inform my art beyond just paying attention to the news and being woke you know what i mean there's so many other ways that can help inform my art and enrich me so just taking virtual tours of museums and mm. gardens and um definitely music therapy you know just just being able to giving your time to languish and just really luxuriate yeah. in those experiences that stimulate your senses rather than necessarily engaging in doing sure. and so when you engage those senses you're thinking yes and those things those things, where, you, where do your thoughts go oh it inspires something so now you're building on that so i'm noticing how i it takes me back to the time when people didn't have external distractions maybe way way back when artists could really, really create so it's like i'm kind of i'm trying to live in in that simple time so i'm really enjoying the simplicity and just being appreciative just being very appreciative of it yeah and grateful for it i love it um anybody else want to tell me yeah. something jelani uh for me it, it's just connecting with my family more um uh, we we get so busy during like normal times where we have work you know we have rehearsals schedules aren't you know matching up but i i've i've faced time with all my family you know multiple yeah. times more than i've done in like the past few months uh and it, it's just cherishing those moments you know and connecting with them because they're not taking it for granted because you know tomorrow is not promised and it's really not folks and, and i just want them to know it you know for sure i yeah. love it you tell uh, my mama always said, give people their flowers while they can smell them. While they can smell them. Exactly. Give give people their love while they can appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Um, Mariah, what have you been up to? Um, I um, have had definitely been procrastinating on something. Oh, so, yeah, that too. Me too. <laughs> definitely giving me the time to get back into those things. But not only that, it's giving me the time to learn, to actually uh, look up things and pay attention to what I'm doing. Because as an artist, you get so busy in what you're already booked in and what you're already doing that like sometimes we don't always stop and actually like look up references and like, you know, when you're in school, it's easy to do that. You have papers assigned to you, you have assignments and things like that. Um, and life can be its own teacher, but I've been taking the time to actually stop and like look at YouTube videos and like go back into like my vocal training and actually get my voice back like and strong and actually go through that every day. Because when I'm performing, I don't, I don't always stop and like think about where my like how to keep strengthening my techniques and where they came from um and i always try to make that a conscious effort since i've left school it's like i'm trying to still keep that mindset of training because even my acting teachers my acting and voice teachers in school would be like you know 40 30 40 50 and still be taking classes mm -hmm. so that's what i've just uh, pledged myself to do in this quarantine is put myself back in my own school, my school of thought of staying focused. I love it. Um, LL, 
Yeah, I also took up a quarantine journal as well. Um, So I've been writing, um, I've been painting a lot. And like, just like Jelani, like I've been, it's, it's amazing to, to like feel so connected to people that I haven't spoken to in, in quite some time. We're like, I'm FaceTiming with people that like, for hours whom I haven't spoken to in like a year or so where I'm just like oh my god this is crazy that this is what it took to bring us back together but like I'm grateful for it and and want to continue that stuff but like yeah I love I love that we're talking about reconnecting because again that goes back to what we're saying about theater and relationships and how we're reconnecting with friends and family and reconnecting with ourselves by self um self-education and just taking some time to really stop and um, smell those flowers that we've been given um, in this time, if you will. Um, Let me just take this time to say uh, that I appreciate all of you um, coming on here to uh, participate in our first podcast. We are... um, We're almost out of time. I appreciate all of you and you're taking some some time out of your super busy quarantine schedule to to come here and um, talk and introduce the world to um, Impact. Um, I wanna say uh, as your host, thank you so much for listening. And thank you all. Um, you will be back to uh, come talk to me for sure, right? I mean, yes, you're just, I'm yes, definitely. just going to let you agree with me. Yes, thank you. And um, so this is Impact Ma'at Production Association of African Centered Theater. Thank you so much for watching and listening and tune in again soon. Bye.